Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finished that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia Johnson, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. So here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, being obedient to God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to the Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're watching on any of our podcasting platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you're notified every single time we upload a brand new episode. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 18 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me. And that is such an honor, and I truly, truly appreciate it. Before I dive deep into this episode, y'all know that I have to invite my co-host in, Holy Spirit. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I want to thank you for your sovereignty. I want to thank you for your protection. I want to thank you that you're here in this room right now. I want to thank you for letting me get on this platform another week. I pray, Lord, that the listeners during this episode, they grow closer to you. I pray that they love you more. I pray that they learn more about their gifts and they learn to appreciate their gifts, Lord. And I pray that anyone who has the gift of knowledge, they use it in a way to uplift and move your kingdom forward. I pray for more of you and less of me, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so now that I've welcomed my co-host into the room, let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of this episode. So if you would like to submit any high and low moments to the podcast, you can do so by DMing us on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, or sending us an email to opiniouspodcast at gmail.com. We are always open to high and low moments. And remember, if you do, you do have a chance to be featured on the podcast. And also, if you do want prayers, but you want those to be kept private, just let me know and I'll be sure to just pray for you in private. All right, y'all. So I did get two submissions this week. Appreciate you ladies so much for participating. It just warms my heart whenever I see y'all respond back to me. Y'all don't know. It does mean the world to me. So we did get an update from Shimiko. She commented on a recent episode just letting us know that she was going to go out and speak for a group of teen girls. And y'all, I saw the pictures and it looked like it was amazing. Congratulations again, girl. But more amazing things have been happening for her. So she says that her high for this week is being recognized in her area at her full-time job. She was recognized for things she does inside her store and outside of her community. That is such amazing news and you are amazing girl. I see all of the stuff you do and I'm so glad that your job noticed you. It is such a blessing to be noticed for work that you just do out of your heart and I truly know that you're the type of person you'll do all the work without ever getting recognized and still continue to do it but that just shows the heart that you have and so when people have a heart like that they really deserve to be recognized so I'm glad your job did recognize you in that and I know that really warmed your heart because it warmed my heart just hearing it for you so again congratulations 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 and then Shamiko also did submit a low so y'all please keep her in prayer regarding she's having some worries and doubts about some personal things. Now, y'all, just because y'all know the ins and outs of what those personal things are does not mean that you can't submit a prayer. God knows everything. So he can get inside of whatever that thing is that she's having issues with off of your prayer and work the things out. So just keep that in mind. All right, y'all, and I did get a low from Minimalist Candle Company. Her name is Michelle, y'all. She is a part of the Obedience Weight Loss team. She has a candle company. Y'all, please check her candle company out. It's an Etsy shop. And she has also participated in other challenges that the podcast has done. So she is definitely considered a friend of the show in my mind. But she does have a low this week, and I really want y'all to be in prayer. Y'all remember that scripture, when two or more come together, y'all know the rest, right? So we definitely want to keep her in prayer. She recently got married, 
and she has had something hard hit her marriage and they just got married y'all and that is nothing but the enemy when God sets up something that he knows is going to be amazing the enemy always tries to win and we do not want him to win so let's come together as a community and pray for her and her husband through this difficult time and we just pray for the peace of God the understanding and the guidance from God in Jesus name amen So again, thank you ladies so much for your submissions. If you would like to submit any high and lows for the week, please do so by submitting to us at either Instagram, Facebook, or our email address. I'll be sure that those are on the screen for you right now, but I'm going to go ahead and move into my highs and lows for this week. So my first high, I have to say thank you, Lord, because I had recorded like all of the introductions of this podcast, y'all, and the Lord cut the camera off. And I was like, why did that camera just cut off? And I got up and I realized that my mic was completely on mute. I know that God set that up so my mic could be turned on because y'all was going to have some bad audio the whole show. So thank God that he let me catch that in time. Thank you, Lord. And then I have another high this week. My house has finally started renovations. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. If y'all are an adamant listener of the podcast, then y'all know my house has had some difficult times. Y'all know I live on the Gulf Coast, so I am in hurricane territory, y'all. And I think it was it was 2020, we were hit with some bad hurricanes. And then 2019, there was some bad hurricanes. And it really did a doozy on our house. And there was a hole in our house at one point. But thank God, my mama, she got the funding. We finally found good contractors. It's been high lows with contractors, y'all. That has really been the holdup for everything, finding a great contractor. Then at one point, we had an issue getting the permit, but God worked it all out. He is sovereign. He wanted us to have the construction start in May. Now, we may not know why, but he knew why. So I just thank God for his sovereignty. Thank him for his provision. And y'all just keep us in prayer that no craziness happens during the construction. They don't run into anything crazy. And then also that there's not any rain because, you know, rain will halt the construction. So let's pray against the rain. So I thank y'all for keeping me in prayer on that. Regarding my low for this week, I do not have an update on my test yet. I haven't gone to complete those tests yet, but I promise y'all when I get an update on the test that I talked about last week, I'll definitely keep y'all updated. But I will have to say that my low for this week, I did start my weight loss plan this week. I'm filming this May 4th, so I started on May 2nd. So this is day two, and I just want y'all to pray for my strength. The enemy has really been trying to get to me. I haven't been hungry. I won't say that, but I have definitely been craving. It's like I'll be on YouTube and all I see is mukbangs. And it's like, girl, I can't watch that. You know, I'm trying to battle my insides for what it really wants. So I just want y'all to keep me in prayer for strength, not to give in to my temptations, you know. So definitely keep your girl in prayer regarding that. All right, y'all, so that's all that I have for this week regarding my high and lows. Remember to keep me in prayer regarding this weight loss. And y'all be on the lookout for a brand new weight loss diary this coming up Wednesday. I know that I promised it to y'all May 4th, but that just did not happen. I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I started my plan on May 2nd, so I didn't have any footage. (laughs) So I just decided to wait until next week to start the vlogs on my weight loss diary. So y'all be on the lookout for that. But now that that's done, let's go ahead and jump into the word for this week. So last week, I talked about my journey to this particular series that I'm doing, going through all of the spiritual gifts that are not as well known as others. And as a reminder, the definition for spiritual gifts is a special ability given by God to every believer to equip God's people to do his work built up the church and the body of Christ. So I do want to remind you, if you have not found your spiritual gift, definitely 
go and figure that out. I have included a spiritual gift test in the show notes below. And then also, if you have not tuned into last week's episode, I highly, highly encourage you to go look at that because I give you background, like I said, on what actually led up to this series. And I also talked about my personal spiritual gift, which is exhortation. Y'all, that was an amazing word given by God because it was not me, y'all. He is definitely a non-time God. So this week, I'll be getting into another lesser known spiritual gift, which is the gift of knowledge. So just like last week's episode, I'm going to give y'all the definition of the spiritual gift of knowledge. And then I'm going to show biblical background on the spiritual gift of knowledge. But for this episode, I do have something a little different this time. So me personally, I do not have the spiritual gift of knowledge at this moment. So I can't really speak on how God equipped me for that gift or share a personal story of how I've used that gift like I was able to last week. So God actually laid on my heart someone who has that spiritual gift. She had not told me, by the way, y'all, but God laid on my heart that she had that spiritual gift and I should reach out to her and get her to share her personal experience with having that gift and share how God has equipped her and how she uses it. And when I reached out, y'all, she confirmed that she did have that spiritual gift. And she was surprised that I knew. It was just Holy Spirit working in the room, girl. And so she agreed to come on the show and share her experience with me. So towards the end of this episode, I will have a special guest, Miss Rondell Daily Dale Martin, come on and share her experience with spiritual gifts. So this will be my first interviewee on the show, and I am very excited. And y'all, the interview was so amazing. I cannot wait for y'all to get to it, but don't skip. Don't skip. I want y'all to get some background information on the spiritual gift first. So let's go ahead and jump into the study of the spiritual gift of knowledge. So the spiritual gift of knowledge is best defined as facts of knowledge or understanding the Lord gives to someone in the moment regarding someone else's circumstance. The mention of this spiritual gift is actually found in 1 Corinthians 12 and 8, where it says, To one is giving a message of wisdom through the Spirit, to another a message of knowledge by the same Spirit. So to really break down what the spiritual gift of knowledge is, I want to share a story with y'all of when I saw someone use the spiritual gift of knowledge for myself. So back in 2019, if y'all don't know, I was going through a period of my life where I was in and out of hospitals because I had this unknown illness. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, you saw me do those air quotations. And I did that because the illness turned out to be anxiety. Yes, yes, just anxiety, but that just speaks to how strong anxiety can be in your life if you don't have it under control and you don't manage it. But anyway, I'm digressing. But during that time, I did not know it was anxiety. I really thought something was wrong with my body. I thought I had cancer. I thought I had a thyroid disease. So at the time, I was waiting on some test results. Now, I can't tell y'all what the test was for because I took so many tests during that season of my life. I can't even count how many tests I took on my hand because I know it was over 10. But the Sunday morning after taking the test, one of the ministers at my church, he had just finished preaching and he was doing the benediction of the service. So mid-benediction, he stopped and he said, I don't know who in this room is waiting on test results, but the Lord is telling me that those test results are going to come back okay. And y'all, that was the first time that I like boohoo cried in church because I knew for a fact that he was talking to me. Now, mind you, that minister did not know that I was waiting on test results because I was just another member in that church. I don't even think I was a full member at the time. I think I was going through the process of becoming a member and I hadn't told anybody at the church that I was waiting on test results. The only person who really knew that was my family. And so for that man to stop mid benediction and say this out loud, I knew that it was God speaking to me that those results were going to be okay. And at that moment, God's peace just covered me. And I knew that God truly cared about me as a person, me individually. Like he met me in that moment and gave me what I needed, you know. And that's one of those stories that I hold dear to my heart where if I'm ever faced with the question of 
Why do you serve God? Why do you think God is real? It's like, hey, he met me face to face. He met me personally. You know, he provided me peace that y'all cannot tell me he didn't do because nobody in that room knew what was going on with me. You know, now, if something like that has ever happened to you, please let me know down below the story. I think those stories are so amazing. And it just fills me with like the tingles because I truly know Holy Spirit is working. But the feeling that I experienced that day with the minister using his spiritual gift of knowledge is why I believe the spiritual gift of knowledge shouldn't be easily overlooked. In my opinion, the spirit of knowledge is so essential to getting the naysayers into the body of Christ. We all know that there are doubting Thomases in the world. It's inevitable. And the spiritual gift of knowledge is what can go ahead and reel those people in. It's like that extra mm that you need to really get them into the body of Christ. Now, 1 Corinthians 14.25 really gives the best explanation of you know, doing that extra thing to get the people in. It says the secrets of his heart will be revealed. And as a result, he will fall face down and worship God, proclaiming God is really among us. And that is literally what happened to me that Sunday. Like I already knew that God existed. But after that experience, I really knew he was the real deal. And nobody could tell me any difference. If y'all have ever experienced it, y'all know what I mean. And the biblical background that I'm going to share with you guys today, that exact thing happens to a woman when she meets Jesus at a well. So for everyone who has their Bibles, let's go ahead and turn to John chapter 4, starting at verse 3. So in this story, there are two main people. We have Jesus, our Savior, and then we have a Samaritan woman. And the Bible did not provide her name, so I don't have a name for her. We're just going to call her Samaritan woman, okay? So Jesus and his disciples, they had recently left Judea to head to Galilee because the Pharisees, who, by the way, could not stand Jesus, had heard that he'd been healing people and they were out for him. So Jesus and his disciples was like, nope, we got to get out of here. Let's head to Galilee. So while on the road, Jesus decides to go through Samaria, which is a big deal because at the time, Orthodox Jews avoided contact with anyone who was a Samaritan. To break it down and make it plain, the Jews were racist against the Samaritan people. And so they avoided them at all costs. So Jesus's decision to travel through Samaria was intentional because he had a point to prove and he also had souls to save. So as Jesus and his disciples are traveling through Samaria, they come across Jacob's well. Yes, the father of the 12 tribes of Israel, that Jacob. Yeah. So Jesus is tired and worn out, of course, because he's traveling on foot from Judea to Galilee. And so when he gets to the well, he wants a drink of water. But there's this Samaritan woman at the well already. So what Jesus does is he sends his disciples off to get food and then he stays back and he speaks to the woman. So he tells the woman to give me a drink of water. And the lady is astounded, y'all, because like I mentioned, the Jewish people did not talk to Samaritan people. So the Samaritan woman says at verse 9, How is it that you, a Jew, Ask for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman, for Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Like she laid it out plain. And then Jesus shares with her that he's the living water. And if she drinks from the water that he has, she'll never get thirsty again. So she's like, hold up, give me some of that water. I want some of that water. I don't want to be thirsty again. Speaking of. But then Jesus tells the woman after she asked for the water, he tells her to go and get her husband and then come back to the well. So Jesus is starting to show his gift of knowledge in this moment because the woman did not tell him that she was married. And so the woman, I'm sure she's astounded again. And she's like, I don't have a husband. And y'all probably think that this caught Jesus off guard. And Jesus was wrong, but that's not true. Jesus knew that she didn't have a husband. He knew that she just actually had a boyfriend at this moment, but she'd had five husbands previously. Starting at verse 17 through 18, we're going to see exactly what Jesus told this woman. He said, you have correctly said, I don't have a husband. For you've had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. 
I know that woman was like, no, this man just didn't read me with my own business. Who told him that? Who said it? Who said it? Nobody told him. Nobody said it, girl. He is Jesus the Christ. And he has the spiritual gift of knowledge to know things that he should not know about you. So going back to the definition that I shared of what the spiritual gift of knowledge is, it's knowing something about someone that you wouldn't have had any knowledge about. And that's literally what Jesus did in that moment. So in verse 19, the woman tells Jesus, okay, I know you're a prophet. Like you're sitting here reading me up and down with stuff that I know that you don't know about. And then at that point, that's when Jesus does start prophesizing to her. And I want y'all also to know the difference between prophesizing and knowledge. So in the knowledge portion, Jesus told the woman something that was already a thing, right? He knew that she'd already been married and he just told her something that she knew. That's what knowledge is. But prophesizing is saying something that is about to happen that has not happened yet. And so that's what Jesus is about to do now. So reading verse 21, it says, Jesus told her, believe me, woman, an hour is coming when you will worship the father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. So the hour was coming, but it had not come yet to that woman. And then in verse 25, the woman says to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. And Jesus tells her in verse 26, I, the one speaking to you, am he. Basically telling her that he was the Messiah who is coming to save the people. Now, remember at the start of the biblical background, I mentioned that Jesus had a point to prove and he also had souls to save. And at this moment, Jesus had saved the soul of this woman because he told her that the Messiah was there and she believed it. She accepted him. And then Jesus also saved many more souls because after this encounter with Jesus, the woman leaves the well, goes back into town and tells the people in the town about her encounter with Jesus. And you know what the people in the town do? They follow her back to Jesus so they can see him and hear the good news from him. So essentially, Jesus used his spiritual gift of knowledge to not only save that one woman, but to save an entire town. And this is the power of the spiritual gift of knowledge. When you encounter someone with the spiritual gift of knowledge, they cannot doubt who God is. Because only God could tell them something like that that's going on already in their lives. Only God can orchestrate something like that. And that's why I believe the spiritual gift is so essential to the body of Christ. Jesus used that information that only she knew to show this woman that the power of God was within him. And also, I don't want y'all to miss the second point that I said when I said that he had a point to prove. When the disciples came back to the well with the food, they saw him talking to this Samaritan woman. And they were amazed because he was talking to this woman. Because you remember, like I said, like the Jews did not mess with the Samaritans at this moment. So when the disciples saw that Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman, they knew at that moment that everyone and anyone can be saved. Jesus was showing them, I don't want y'all to discriminate against anybody. I want y'all to save the world. I don't want y'all to be afraid of this one group of people or say this one group of people can't be saved. No, everyone needs to be saved. There should be no prejudices when going into sharing the good news. So I really pray that that biblical background really gives you the context of what the spiritual gift of having knowledge is. And now I want to go ahead and transition into the interview portion of this episode where Ms. Rondell Martin will be sharing her experiences with the spiritual gift of knowledge. Enjoy. So ladies, we have Ms. Rondell Martin here. I want to thank you so much for coming on. No problem, sis. I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> Her name is Dependable Dale, and I'm going to change it in my phone because whenever I reach out, even if it if it's at the last minute, she'll definitely come through for me. So I really appreciate that. No problem. And I want y'all to know we did not plan this little. Um, I know, right? But I <laughs> love it. So we are going to be talking about some experiences with your personal 
spiritual gift. When I reached out to you, I was like, hey, what's your spiritual gift? Because I kind of already knew it, y'all, but I was like, let me make sure. I know when you told me you had a feeling. I was like, look at Holy Spirit. You just be knowing. Because I was like, I didn't know you could tell because I, I literally just found out about this like two months ago. Really? Yeah. I could tell like when I first started watching your YouTube channel. And that's a word in and of itself. Sometimes you don't even see the gift in yourself, but other people see it. You know, because yeah. I started this channel 2019 and you've been seeing it all this time, but I'm only now mm-hmm. this year. Like, that's my gift. So, yeah, God is good with mm-hmm. that. Definitely. My pastor talked about Sunday, how people can see things in you that you can't see you because you got to catch up to what they already see. It's a good thing that they see it on you because I mean, it's, it's coming forward. It's coming to pass. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first question I have in the previous episode, I talked about how God equips me for exhortation, talking about how he had me in my career job teaching people for one day to be on this podcast, teach people. So can you share how God equipped you for your spiritual gift of knowledge and the story behind it? Yeah, like, so I would say it's been ever since I was little, because ever since I could remember, I've always been the type of person that people come to for like counsel, wisdom, and things like that. And I will say too, that oftentimes the word of knowledge from what I've learned coincides and works hand in hand with the word of wisdom, the gift of word of wisdom. And so, because you have the word of knowledge, you can know something about somebody and you know like that you wouldn't have prior knowledge to but if you're going to approach that person on it you have to have wisdom on how to say it how to relate it to them you know all of that kind of stuff timing and everything so they oftentimes go hand in hand and oftentimes too people with the gift of teaching have the word of knowledge. I was actually a little surprised to have the word of knowledge because I just found out about this like two months ago when I did a fast with Isaac Curry. So I did not know what it was. I was just like, how do I know things, you know? So there will be so many instances like in my personal life where someone will come to me and I'll be like, I feel like you're struggling with X, Y, Z, or I feel like this is because of one, two, three or whatever. And they're like, wow, like, how did you know that? You know, or in my business, I would have experiences like that, or I would feel feelings associated with that thing. So like a a prime example is when my older sister, before she passed away, I started getting these feelings of just extreme fear, grief, like someone had already basically passed away. And I I just felt this feeling like it was from a sickness and somebody close to me was going to get really ill. I didn't know it was going to end in, you know, passing away, but I had the feeling. So every day for about two months, and this is back in 2012, I was just waking up, I was crying. I was literally in a state of like bereavement for two months and there was no reason for it, you know? And then come to find out because I will say me and my older sister weren't like super close and she lived in Guyana. So we didn't talk very much at all. So I didn't know that she had had this sickness, but I had the feeling that she was, or somebody was sick. And so I just remember calling my mom and I was like, I don't know. I just feel like somebody in the family is sick. And I feel like this is what the sickness is and they're struggling with this or that. And she was like, I don't know, maybe it's your dad. Cause my dad had had a lot of sicknesses at this point and they were starting to develop more. And she was like, I don't know, maybe it could be me or whatever, but I just went into this state of like wanting to protect everybody. Cause I'm like, don't do this. Don't eat that. Like, you know, cause I don't know, yeah. I don't know who it is. <laughs> and so lo and behold, like, after the two months of me feeling that feeling at around the two and a half month mark, almost three months, that's when it came out that she passed away and because Mm -hmm. of the sickness or whatever, whatever. And so, you know, a lot of people might confuse the gift of word of knowledge with prophecy, but the, from what I've been learning is that prophecy is to edify the body of believers. And it's to basically speak on things that God is doing to edify the body. Whereas the word of knowledge is knowledge that you have that you would not have otherwise gained from anywhere else. Like no one has told you this, you didn't go to school for Mm -hmm. it. You know, you don't have any privy to it. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like God has prepared me for that with that experience. Cause I didn't know what that was until I did this fast. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's it. And then another thing too, I realized is like in my business. So for those that don't know, I am a YouTuber, but I also do creative consulting and I've helped people like just basically take their ideas and everything that's like mumble jumbo in their head. And I'm like, okay, this is what you should do. This at the third. And I would always be presented with people's ideas. 
and their thoughts and stuff. And I would literally have knowledge of the industry and of whatever I'm telling them. And I did not go to school for this. I don't have a certification in any of this stuff. I would have knowledge that people in my industry have taken 20 years to get, 15 years to get. And I would know because some of my peers that are also doing similar stuff to me would be like, oh, I signed up for such and such training course, for instance. And they're like, and they told us this, that, and the third. I'm just like, I already knew that. How do I know that? Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't go to school for it, you know? So it can be in many different forms. You could get the gift of word of knowledge for healing purposes. You could get it for, you know, wisdom of what to tell somebody. It could be different forms, but I feel like that's how God prepared me in to, in a, in a way to be able to help people progress in their purpose and to help people receive healing, but more so inner healing. Cause there's layers to that too, like the gift of healing. So um, I think for me, it's definitely like for the inner healing, for people to overcome those internal things that keep them back, whether it's fear, doubt, you know, insecurities, whatever the case may be. So I, that's mm-hmm. how I was thinking prepare me though, throughout my life in different instances mm-hmm. and in business. I definitely will say that the Lord really does equip people with knowledge to be strong. Because if he had like given me like a warning about somebody in my family, I would have been going crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I would have been so sick my own self. Just like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) The Lord knows to give certain things to because he knew I couldn't take it. (laughs) I definitely am sorry for the loss of your sister. I didn't know about that. So definitely sorry about that. But it's great that he did give you warning beforehand. Did it help you like with the peace along the way after she passed? Yes. Like literally, mm-hmm. I would say after I got the news that she passed, that feeling, just everything lifted mm-hmm. off of me. And I was like, wow. that's why I had that. Now, if it would have been more effective if we were in communication and I was closer to her, because then I could have told her, like, I have this feeling. And then maybe she would have said, you know what? I have been struggling with this kind of sickness that you're talking yeah. about. So let me mm-hmm. go ahead and go to the hospital or whatever. But, you know, that's one of the instances where it didn't quite work out for healing purposes. But a lot of times you'll see people say, oh, I, I have knowledge that someone in here is struggling with their kidneys or struggling with wrist pain or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's all a gift of knowledge when someone yeah. can point that stuff out. I think we just blanketed all this prophecy, but the difference is that, like I said, it's the edification and the prophecy is probably something that has not happened yet. Whereas knowledge, it could be something that happened in the past. It could be like, you know, I have knowledge that an ex broke your heart and because of that, now you are scared to date or, you know, or it could be like Mm -hmm. you are struggling with this or that. So it's something that's already more likely than not manifested in the physical and the natural. But prophecy is like, this is going to happen. And prophecy is more so for believers. Word of knowledge is for believers too, but it really is super effective with unbelievers because that it shows the power of God alive today because there are non-believers not going to understand the power of prophecy. If you're like, Oh, this is what God's telling his people. Like they're not going to understand that. But if you're like, Oh, I, I know that you struggle with anxiety and you have arthritis in your left hand. They're going to be like, wow. Okay. Like, you know, is that yeah. going to be, be real? This is something here. So yeah, I, that, that's the difference mm-hmm. that I've been learning about. With many gifts, there are like common confusions. Cause I talked about in the first episode with me, with exhortation, I was just like, well, I thought my gift was teaching, but it's like totally different. So it's great that you pointed out that wisdom was also something that's like oftentimes confused with knowledge. All right. So let's get into the second question. So I definitely struggled with like feeling like my spiritual gift wasn't enough. Because, you know, it's not the preacher, it's not the worship leader, you know, it's not the person at the forefront of the church. So have you ever felt like the spiritual gift of knowledge wasn't enough for you? And if so, how did you overcome it? I would say yes and no. No in the case that I didn't know it was even really a gift for real. Because the churches that I grew up in, we didn't really even talk about gifts like that. Like we talked about like, you know, the gift of administration and those type of gifts, but we didn't get into like the spiritual gifts of those type of things. So when you're ignorant to something, you're kind of like, oh yeah, I'm good. You know? So, (laughs) but then when I started realizing and shifting, and I noticed this in the church in general now too, where I feel like 
we're not so overwhelmed or burdened with, I've got to stick with this denominational doctrine. I feel like the church is truly merging to the church where we are embracing the whole body, all the gifts. So even Baptists, for instance, who wouldn't have spoken in tongues or done any of that in the past, now (laughs) they're doing that, you know? (laughs) And people (laughs) in the apostolic church who might've said, oh, that's not as important. Like they're observing those things now. And so I'm glad to see that because I feel like God has really shaken up his people in the past two to three years. And it's like, we are becoming a unit unified body slowly, but we are becoming one. And so with that being said, once I realized that, okay, these gifts are still alive and well, if you are open to receiving them, and if you have the faith that they exist, like, and if God ultimately deems for you to have it, you can receive it. And once I realized that, then I started to feel like it's not enough because when you are moving in certain circles and certain denominational uh, circles, they do uplift more gifts than others. And so we all know the gift of tongues and prophesying are like hot button. Like if you got that, you are like, yes, you know, (laughs) and not everybody has it. And not everybody, because not everybody needs it for that season of life that God has Mm. in whatever the purpose is that he has for them. And ultimately it's to glorify him. Every gift that the Holy Spirit gives to us and that God allows us to have is for his glorification. So for me, I'll just be very blunt. I don't have the gift of tongues. So when I realized I didn't have it and I, you know, realized that that's what a lot of people wanted. I was like, dang, like my gifts aren't good enough. I need to try to get this. But then in me praying and trying to get it, I realized I was getting it for my glory. So I can say, I speak in tongues, y'all. I could be part of the clique and this that, instead of God's glory. And the Holy Spirit convicted me and was like, it's not for you. Because your gift is still powerful. People still need to know that I see all of their lives and you are the one to relay that. People still need to get deep insight into my word, into my ways that only you can relay to them. You know, people need to be able to have someone who's willing to be a vessel to be used in the moment. Because there's a lot of times, like, I don't really content plan for my YouTube. A lot of times when I'm on these YouTube videos, I'm talking, it's literally off the hip. Like, it's off the hip. I'm just like, you know, maybe a couple hours before I might be like, okay, let me just write some points so I don't go on a tangent. And I'd be nervous because I'm like, I don't want to get on here and just start talking. I sound ignorant. Even before this, like when you asked me, I was like, Lord, please speak through me because <laughs> I don't want to like, embarrass myself. But, you know? <laughs> but it, it can definitely make you feel inadequate because we have elevated prophecy and tongues to a point where it's like, that's it. And everything yeah. else doesn't matter. And every gift comes together for the, the edification and the glory of Christ because the world and the church needs to see all these gifts and actions so that we can understand that the Holy Spirit is alive and well. God sees us. He hears us. He paying attention to us. He has a will for us, a purpose for us, etc. So now I'm at a point where I don't really feel like it's not adequate enough because I'm glad that these conversations are being had because I feel like a lot of people are realizing like, you know what? There's still other gifts that we need to be teaching. There's other gifts Mm because people are walking around here with gifts and they don't even know it. Like (laughs) a lot of people in that fast I did were like, I have the gift of healing. I thought that you could only have the gift if you could touch someone and they're healed. But it's like, no, there's internal healing. There's emotional healing. There's Mm -hmm. all these things. You know, I have the gift of exhortation, like you said, and they thought, okay, well, I'm just a nice person. Like I'm just a positive person it's like no like that's a gift you know and so you kind of just like put it to the background you're like yeah it's not important but no like Mm -hmm. god needs to be operating in that and to be growing in it too because there's levels to it it gets deeper it gets bigger it gets better if you are constantly seeking god i love that you pointed out wanting to have the gift of tongue and it would just only be for you because i remember i was going through that same thing too because you know my church they love them some tongues. <laughs> and, um, we were we were doing the fast and we were doing like the hour of prayer. So, you know, people were praying tongues and I'm just sitting there like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and just pray in my little regular language. And I always was just like, Lord, why can't I speak in tongues? Why can't I speak in tongues? And my pastor, he did like to pray over everybody. And he was like, you should have it. And I was just sitting there like, what's wrong with me? But I was driving to Starbucks after church one day and it hit me. The Lord literally spoke to me and was just like, you have it, but it will come when you need it. You don't need it right now. So when you need it, if I ever need you to have it, you'll have it. And like you said, I wanted it because everybody else at the church was speaking in tongues. So I didn't want it for the real reason of what tongues is for. So I love that you pointed it out. So you can have gifts out there, people. You can't have gifts. That, it's just not time for you to have that gift in that season of your life. Just keep that in mind. Yeah. I love that you said that. 
All right, so I kind of feel like you use your spiritual gift of knowledge on YouTube, but you know, how do you think that you currently use your spiritual gift? Definitely on YouTube for sure, and definitely in my business because I, like I said, like I'll just be having knowledge and stuff will hit me in the moment, and I know it's of God because I'm like, there's no reason why I should know this knowledge. And also, I don't always remember it exactly the same way for the next person. So it's oh, like wow. God is literally giving me what that person needs for them mm -hmm. to do what they need to do in their business. So a prime example is one of my clients. She came to me and she just had all these ideas swirling in her head. And she already has a business, a makeup company. But she and she had experience in the music industry, Christian music. But she had like left it. And I think she had some hurt attached to the industry and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then she felt the Holy Spirit leading her back to it. And so when she came to me and she was like, you know, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I've been wrestling with. Like, what do you think? And I was just like basically telling her like the hurt that she experienced is not going to hold her back anymore because she's going to be building an empire within this industry. I was like, and this is how these gifts are going to come to play. And I, I really feel like you've been trying to do this. And because I feel like that's what your biggest heart desire is, you should go in this direction and this, that, the third. Long story mm -hmm. short, she ended up doing everything that I said. And basically whatever I said was blocking her, that that was the case. So she was like, wow, like that's so crazy because this is so much confirmation of what you're telling me. And now she's doing exactly what it is that I helped her to basically birth forth. But she needed somebody to be like, okay, this is what it is. You know, like, let's, let's get some clarity. So that helps me a lot because I know that I'm being empowered by God. And I pray to God for all of my clients. I literally keep them uplifted. I'm like, okay, God, like, what does this person need for their business? And that's why it's hard for me to promote my, my business sometimes. Cause like, I'm always kind of shifting. It's like, you know, I don't have a slogan. I don't have a script. Like it's literally just by the spirit. So I'm like, Hey, if you've been feeling like this, is what you want to do? Like, Hit me up. Like, that's all I can really say. But God always helps me. And it's always something timely for them where it's like, wow, that's what I needed, you know, and the insight into the industry that otherwise I would not know. I should not know. I know that's God because I don't have money to pay for a $10,000, $20,000 course that a lot of these experts want to charge. But God imparts that knowledge into me and I could be in the room with industry leaders and know what they know. And literally it's from God. And everyone is like, how do you know that? You've only been in this industry for like a year or two. I, I can't tell you. Like, it's just, it's just God. Like, now don't ask me more than what I told you because that's all God gave me right now. Mm -hmm. That's so good. He, he definitely knows what he wants his people and he has a plan for them. So in your opinion, why do you think that your spiritual gift is so essential to the body of Christ? Because I know every single spiritual gift is essential. So I think it's important that we point out why certain gifts are essential. So why do you think? Was this essential? I think the word of knowledge is essential because it shows that God hasn't forgotten about you. Because a lot of times when you have like the examples I gave earlier about maybe you went through a heartbreak and it changed your view of like being worthy of love or whatever the case may be, and say that's you and you go to a YouTube channel and they're doing a live stream or you're at church or a ministry or whatever, and they're like, I feel like you are you know, struggling with feeling worthy of love because your ex-boyfriend that you dated in college broke your heart and this, that, the third, that lets you know that one, God has seen your hurt. He understands all the intricacies of your life. It's not just, he just cares about your salvation because that is the ultimate thing he cares about and about your growth in him. But he also cares about your heart. He cares about your emotions. He cares about your hopes, your dreams. You know, if someone comes to you and they're like, you know, I see you working hard in your business and I see that you've been trying to get an office space and you're wondering why it's, why it's not happening, but I just want to encourage you to keep pressing forward or whatever the case may be. You know, you're using the gift of word of knowledge, maybe the gift of prophecy along with it or the word of wisdom or whatever. And it just lets God, it lets you know you're not forgotten. God sees you and it encourages you to understand that he is he literally pays attention to all the intricacies of who you are. And I think we need that as believers because it can really get, it can become routine after a while. Like you're walking with God, you know, you're praying, you're fasting, you're reading the word, you're in church, but it's just kind of like, okay, does God care about this stuff over here? Does he see this yeah. stuff over here? And it lets you know that God is alive and well, and the Holy Spirit is active too, because for someone that you don't know from a can of paint to come up to you and tell you about yourself, basically <laughs> like something that you're feeling or dealing with, it's like, mm -hmm. wow, okay. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's still active. And I feel like 
a lot of us are still grasping that concept that the gifts are still active, especially depending on your background. You know, because like I said, my church growing up, we didn't talk about that stuff. It was just kind of like yeah. that happened back then. But now we just have God's word and you do have God's word. And that's your springboard. That's your foundation, you know, the epicenter of it all. But the gifts are alive and well to speak to those things that otherwise you might not get inference from just from scripture itself because it's not black and white in the scripture, you know? So that's where those things come to play. And it really helps to just alert us to God's presence and also things that we should know so we can act accordingly. Like I said with my sister, if we were in communication, it would have made a difference. So those are all things that can alert us and, and work in tandem with other gifts as well. I thought it was so funny when you talked about the Baptist, because, you know, I, I'm a Baptist baby. I grew up Baptist. So Speaking of songs, definitely, I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> also, in my church, growing up, we didn't talk about gifts at all. It was kind of like, you have these areas in the church. This is what you can serve in. Pick one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my new church, we actually went through a process of learning our spiritual gifts. And once we learned our spiritual gifts, they told us, you would be best here. You would be best here. But even then, they still let us pick. But it was kind of like a goddess and not just like, go pick what you want. Yeah, I really appreciate that churches are getting to that level to let people know about all the spiritual gifts. And I love that the churches are getting to the point where they recognize that every spiritual gift is necessary. That's why God made it a point to point it out in the Bible, because if he didn't, he wouldn't add that scripture in there, you know? Exactly. And it is a, a way also for the world to just know that the Holy Spirit is active as well, because otherwise it's like, okay, we have the gospel and all of that is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the gospel isn't enough. It's more than enough, but yeah. it's more or even more powerful when you can see the gifts in real life. When someone yeah. comes to you with that word of knowledge, with that encouragement, with the prophecy, with, you know, the uh, interpretation of tongues, whatever, like it just, it, it makes that much more of a difference. And I think this is why we're seeing an uptick too in, like I said, the church becoming unified or like non-denominational churches because people are realizing like you need all of it. Like we need (laughs) the Bible. All of it is still alive and well. So we need all of it. Kind of like people who want their cake and they want to eat it too. Like that's what the eating is when God can bring somebody in your life who has a spiritual gift. Like you, for instance, who could be like, hey, I feel like you're going through this. And they're like, oh my gosh. He is real, you know, and, and bring <laughs> that person on into the body. So definitely, definitely agree with you on that. All spiritual gifts are essential. And I definitely think that knowledge is very, I feel like it should be higher, higher known because it is a great tool. Like I could just imagine being that woman at the wheel and just sitting there and Jesus come up and he know all this stuff about me. And I'm like, <laughs> let, me, let me go see what this gospel. I hadn't heard about you, but you know, I wasn't really believing you, but. So mm-hmm. I definitely think it it's, should be higher up there on the chain of command. <laughs> yes, it really should. <laughs> well, that's all my questions. I want to thank you so much for coming on and speaking more about knowledge and how it is used in your life. Definitely appreciate that because I didn't want to speak from it with, you know, that not being my spiritual gift. So I'm definitely grateful for you to come on and speak to us about that. Absolutely. I'm always available whenever you need to. And the more I learn, the more I'm going to share because I was my mind was blown in March mm-hmm. or so when I learned about this. I'll also include your channel in show notes. Y'all go and subscribe to her. Her channel is definitely growing and she always has a good word. Thank you for coming on. Go ahead and let you um, get the rest of your day back. You stay safe and I definitely appreciate you for coming on. No problem, sis. So, Rondell, I want to thank you again for coming on at the last minute. You are definitely dependable, Dale, and it does not go unnoticed. Y'all definitely go and subscribe to her YouTube channel. She is a growing channel, like I mentioned, and she has amazing content on her channel. So, definitely go and support her. So, that's all that I have for you guys on this episode. But before I get up out of here, y'all know I have to ask y'all my favorite two questions. What was your key takeaway from today's episode? And also... Did you learn anything new? If you're watching on YouTube, please comment down below in the comment section. And if you're watching on Spotify, please answer in the Q&A section. Y'all know my goal for this podcast is to grow a small group type vibe. So I cannot wait to hear from y'all and see what y'all learned, what y'all took away from it, and how you enjoyed the episode. I love the communication, so definitely don't hesitate to comment down below and also i never want to end the episode without giving someone out there the opportunity to accept christ as their savior and become reborn 
Now, I say reborn because in John chapter 3, verse 3, it says, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So to become reborn is to simply believe in Jesus and accept him as your Lord and Savior. So if you would like to become reborn, all you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. In Jesus' name, amen. And just as simple, you are now a part of the union of Christ, and we are so excited to finally have you a part of the family. Congratulations! If you did repeat that prayer after me, the first essential step that you want to take is to connect with a Bible-teaching church. I always leave my church's live stream link in the description box below, where we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And then the next essential step, in my opinion, is to purchase our Reborn Workbook. That link is down below. That workbook is going to be very essential to a new believer in their walk with great scriptures, great advice. So definitely check it out. And also, if you are already a believer and you just want to spruce up your walk, I definitely think it's a great tool for you as well. And then I also want to add a third essential, especially since we are in this spiritual gift series. I want you to definitely go and find out your spiritual gift. Like I mentioned at the start of the episode, I do have the link to the spiritual gift test i think finding out your spiritual gift is very essential because it's going to tell you where you can help the body of christ and also where you can serve within your church so definitely check that link out down below so that's all that i have for you guys today if you're watching on youtube i really want to thank you so much if you are in the live chat and then if you're watching on the audio podcast and platforms i appreciate y'all so much be sure to leave us a review it does help us go a long way in the podcasting community plus i'm able to see who you are i'm able to see who the youtube subscribers are because they're always in the chat but if you're watching on the audio platforms i can't always see you so definitely review so i can see your face and then also i want to ask you a special favor for all of my audio listeners i understand you want to listen on audio platforms no problem with that but i am on the road to a thousand on youtube so do me a favor just go and subscribe and then you can continue listening on your audio platform that will help me out a long way and also help spread the ministry as well and then remember if you're watching on youtube to hit that like button Be sure that you are subscribed and then hit that bell notification so you're notified every single time we upload. And then also, wherever you're listening, be sure to share this with five of your friends so we can get the word out about the spiritual gift of knowledge. I think it's so important that we get this word out. So if anyone out there happens to have the spiritual gift of knowledge and they're down on themselves because they want a different spiritual gift, let them know to accept that gift because it's so special and then don't forget if you do have any prayer requests please be sure to send those to us at obedience podcast at gmail.com our email is always open for prayer requests and don't forget to submit your high and lows to our instagram facebook or email address all of those are open all right so i'm gonna go ahead and get up out of here again i appreciate y'all so much for listening to this episode i pray that this video found you blessed and i pray that it left you even more blessed but in the meantime in between time as always be obedient and i'll see y'all next time bye